Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi. So you know how I have kept talking about a bisexual clothing company that I'm doing, and yet it's been like a year and there's no clothing out from it yet? Well, it's story time, because that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Right before I mention that this video is sponsored by my bisexual t-shirts, which is available on Amazon and is not the clothing company, but I'll talk more about that throughout the video. Okay, so what am I talking about? So, um, you might have seen the Bisexual Representation Awards and you might have seen it's like sponsored by Blue Style Co., um, which is a clothing company that I am part owner of. Um, here's a story of that and why it is that I've been talking about it for so long and yet it doesn't exist as a thing yet. So back after the election of the man who I shall not name, who is currently president of the United States, as soon as it happened, I was devastated like a lot of Americans and I couldn't understand the way the world worked anymore and all that stuff. And because I you know, work from home, writing books, I needed to get out and be with people because sometimes I can just... I can go, I can literally go five days and not see another human being. It's horrible. But um, I had to, had to, had to get out. So I went out to a meetup event on that Saturday following the election. And I'm there and I'm talking to people. And there's no one there I'm actually interested in. So I just had to start having casual conversations with someone, this one person, a guy. We're chatting. I asked him what he does. He says he invests in small company companies. And I said, you know what you should invest in? you should invest in bisexuality. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, and I start rattling off all the statistics. And, and actually, if you've watched my video, um, Take the B Out of LGBT 2, I kind of break down the kind of business of sexuality, like the business of gay. Um, and I kind of reference like what a business of bisexuality could be like. So I kind of talk about that with him. And I also start rattling off statistics about how bisexuality is being accepted um, more and more and how, you know, the generations are all different about the view of bisexuality and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, this is all very interesting. So he said, so are there any kind of companies that target bisexuals right now? I'm like, no, there, there is literally zero larger companies, you know, bigger than just a tiny company that focuses on bisexuality. He's like, oh, then that's a completely open market. Then maybe we should. So how do you market towards bisexuals? Or how do you sell things towards bisexuals? And I said, I don't know. I sell books. I sell bisexual romances. I do very well. I, I don't know anything else. If I knew something else, I would have done it. And he's like, okay, well, how about clothing? Do bisexuals wear clothing? Ha, 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 ha. Yes, yes, bisexuals wear clothing. So we decide, okay, so we're going to do, a, we're going to at least look, you know, look into doing a clothing company for bisexuals. And this is still November of 2016. 
So we're talking about it, and we're like, you know, I, I put together a, a, a business plan for it, like how I think it should be, because obviously I'm the one who understands the market because of these videos, because of, the, because of, you know, the stuff I've done with the organizations here in Los Angeles. Just I understand the bisexual market. It's more than, we'll say, anyone in the world. We'll just say that. So um, I put together the business proposal and give it to him. And he's like, oh, no, I get it. I like it, you know. And I had, honestly, I had no clue. I had no clue at that point. Like, I, I had whatever my ideas were, I just kind of put it on paper. But I knew that that would be a long shot, what I, what I came up with that time. So um, he liked it. We, go, we went and pitched it to uh, a previous CEO from Reebok, the shoe company, who was also the previous CEO of Lululemon, um, and uh, pitched to him, and he thought it was a brilliant business plan and stuff like that, and giving my business partner, you know, some confidence, and then my business partner pitched it to another person who runs another company that he knows. So, and he, like, gained confidence from it, so he said, I'm in! So that's great. So we decided to, um, since neither of us had that much of experience, we, we both have run companies. He's run uh, larger companies, I've run small companies um, and I've run actually a company that sold t-shirts not these t-shirts but in my previous life I ran a company with my mother we sold tourist we sold souvenirs from my home country the Bahamas online and our biggest product were t-shirts so yeah so taking all that information we decided okay so instead of trying to build the company out um, you know hire a designer hire this hire that uh, I had dated this girl who worked for a a clothing design company where basically companies like Tommy Bahama and The Gap and stuff like that, they go to a company, they actually worked with the company that my ex worked for and she and they, the company just designed stuff. And then let's say Tommy Bahama comes in and says, I'll take this with that, with the different types of buttons and stuff like that. And that's what they do. And they send it all over to the factory, they produce it. And then Tommy Bahama just gets the final products delivered. So we're like, okay, we could do something like that. So we go out, we find a company um, that we work with, and it's one based in Los Angeles, and we started working with them. They said, when we started working with them, that they will deliver within uh, 90 to 100 days, right? So I was like, oh, 90 to 100 days. This was back January 2017. So that meant January, February, March, April. So in April, we should have product, right? So that, that's great. We start working with them, and they are freaking slow, like slow really slow and i you know i'm my biggest greatest skill is managing people and so i have a lot of techniques on doing that so i'm going through all my techniques trying to get them to like return emails even though they're just los angeles like i i'm doing all that stuff and i'm getting very very frustrated because they're just they promise like oh no we'll have it tomorrow and then three days will go by four days will go by and i don't hear from them exceptionally frustrating and we're going through this and we're at that time like we're like thinking well if we're gonna have it in um if we have it in let's say march april then we need to market it so we started thinking about going to the pride festivals which you know i've of course talked about and so we started booking a whole bunch of pride festivals you know with the confidence that we would have product by june because they promised it in march april so we booked the festivals and stuff like that and as time's going on we're like so we spent money already for marketing when will we have this product and start things start coming up and then one of the things that came up is that very quickly in there you know originally we were just going to like just do product but from talking to someone in that company who actually was bisexual i got this great idea for what our company should be 
and what we should sell, which I won't talk about now because I'd like it to be like a, hey, you know, when it actually comes and launches. But because of talking to the bisexual there, it just like clicked in me everything of which what we should be. And what happened was it became clear that we couldn't do that by um, just selecting fabric in Los Angeles. We actually had to go and produce that fabric. Um, to do specifically what I wanted to do. So that became like a whole bunch of, it came a whole bunch longer and we had to go out and we found a company in India at their recommendation, went and found a company in India. Um, they created the fabric we wanted, uh, sent it to us and there's a whole approval process. And then it suddenly became clear to us that we wouldn't have product by March or April. In fact, we would barely maybe have product for June for the festivals, maybe for July. And time keeps going and like the company in Los Angeles, it's like they're now months past when they said they would have stuff. And it's because they're being exceptionally slow and not paying attention to us. And I'm fighting every day to get them to pay attention to us. And time's going on and, and nothing's going quickly and I'm just getting really frustrated. Um, and But I kind of like, I kind of kind of come to God with the whole thing and go, okay, you know what? And then on top of it, like as we're getting close to when they're about to start going into production production on the things that could go into production stuff, not the stuff that you know has to be done in India, but you know, the stuff in Los Angeles, they come back with a quote that is literally three times the amount that they estimated in the beginning. So when you go into like a company like this, they say, What's your what do you want to sell the product for? Like what price? And then what are you expecting in terms of, you know, per item costs? And we told them both of that, and they're like, okay, good, we're going to stick within that. And we go through this entire process, and each time I'm going, okay, so if I make this decision here with this fabric or this binding, binding or this whatever, will it push us off budget? And each time they're like, no, this should be fine, this should be fine, this should be fine. So finally, like in when it comes time to deliver the final sample and start into production, ask them, okay, so how much will, what's the actual cost for per unit? And the number they said was three times the original amount in the beginning. Three times. Like, that is, that's con work. That's bait and switch. Like, I, they knew I didn't have the experience or my partner didn't have the experience in this. So they were completely in control of it. And they just screwed us. So at this point, we're like, okay, well, we obviously aren't going to be producing here in Los Angeles. We clearly, we're just going to take the stuff and give it to India. I have this... You know, I, I vent my frustration with them, um, rightfully so, in my opinion, and then we move on. Um, and we, we take all the stuff we send to India. So we're, we're not talking to India, and it's probably about August-ish. And then we're like, okay, so this is all the stuff that we want produced by you. Can you do this? They're like, yes, of course, we can do this. We do this. So like, okay, so when can we have this by? So 60 to nine, uh, 90, uh, 90 to 100 days. So that's August. Essentially, 100 days, put it like end of November. Right. So well, I am unhappy about this because we, we've missed March, April, which is when we were supposed to have stuff initially. We missed Pride, which was like, how do we miss Pride? We spent a whole bunch of money going to Pride festivals to sell this clothing to, you know, bisexuals. And yet we've missed it. How do we miss it? I don't know. We're like, I'm like, OK, fine. So as, as we miss, so let's get Christmas. Christmas is the big holiday. As long as we hit that, we're fine. So fine. As long, and I said to the, you know, the guys in India, as long as you have product by December 1st, we're all good. 100 days is like end of November, but if you have it, if we have product in our hands by December 1st, great. 
So as soon as we have everything down, we have we've chosen samples and stuff like that, we say, okay, good, we will do it. The guy disappears for five weeks, gone. After pushing in and being really conscientious and always like being there and answering questions, being on the phone, constant questions by us, as soon as we said yes, gone for five weeks. And in part, I kind of was allowing my business partner to take care of stuff. And I was just sitting back because we kind of like, I'm supposed to be the creative and then he's supposed to be the logistics. But I'm like, I, I need to be more hands-on with this. So at that point, I start pushing the guy going, so it's been five weeks. What's going on here? He's like, oh, um, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll put together an invoice. I'm like, put together an invoice? We said we only had 100 days and five weeks have gone by. He's like, hey, that's no problem. That's no problem. We put in some like leeway there. So instead of having all that extra time at the end, we'll have all that. We just used all the extra time at the beginning. I'm like, oh, I don't like where this is going, but I can only just say, OK. So then we start production. We start getting stuff and stuff for approval, waistbands for approval, this for approval and all stuff. And it's like, OK, we're, we're kind of moving along, kind of long, moving along. At one point, there's something called grading now to understand what grading is um you buy you go into a clothing store and of course you there's a shirt and it's in multiple sizes the way that happens is that a clothing company will go to a designer and they will design one shirt in one size they choose a fit model they put them in one size and then they uh take that and they go to someone who's called a grader and that person then takes the dimensions of that shirt and then shrinks it and expands it for all the other sizes around it. Being new to the business, like each time we chose a company, we chose them saying, okay, so we don't, we don't know a lot. This is our first line. We want you to handle this. Can you handle this? And each one said, no, no, we're great for, we're great for new people, blah, blah, blah. So, so um, at one point, and I didn't even pay attention to this, but the guys in India said, do you have the, the gradings? And I went, gradings? Uh, I don't. Is that something you guys can produce? And he went, yes, yes, we can do that. Fine. I didn't think much of it. So they took the designs, they went, they graded it, and then they sent back the first samples. And when I say that the gradings were wrong, I'm not just being flippant. So I wear a size large tall because I'm six foot five. I get, I, so I asked them to send me a size large tall. And the shirt I get is like, I felt like I was three years old wearing my father's shirt. Like a, a seven foot guy would think this shirt was big. Like it was the biggest shirt. It's almost like a, a novelty shirt or a night shirt. For me, it would be a night shirt for me. And I go, I go back to the guys in India and go, what happened here? Uh, let me ask you, do you guys know what sizes are? And that was a legit question because how could you possibly produce this, lay it on a table and go, yep, this seems right, and then go on. So so I asked this, and this at this point I'm starting to go, oh, this is this is a pro there's something going on here, and I think we may not, I mean, of course we're gonna make December 1st, because that's still like a month and a half away. We're, of course, going to make it, but this is a problem. So at that point, we start, you know, figuring out, okay, so what's the problem here? And then I realized, okay, they just don't know what grading is. Like, even though they're supposedly uh, manufacturing, like a large manufacturing company in India, 
they they just don't know what it is because it wasn't just like the medium tall that was wrong everything was wrong so we spend about like a couple of weeks trying to figure out the whole grading thing and then after a while I, I decide okay no we're gonna do this in America so I go and I hire someone in New York to do the grading and then we send it out there and then they produce more material and again again everything is wrong but not for the sizings even though the sizings are wrong now it's like we have like um, embroidered logos on some of our items and it's in the wrong spot like it's completely the wrong spot like months ago someone asked me uh, the the owner of the company asked me okay so on this t-shirt here uh, where do you put the embroidered logo on this t-shirt I'm like okay there is no embroidered logo on the t-shirt because of the design you wouldn't clearly when you see the clothing you'll see what I'm talking about but clearly you don't put it there because it would be two so no so that was months ago but then they deliver a shirt and it has a second embroidered logo on it I'm like what where did you get that from? Like, we have a, there's a thing called a pattern sheet, in which case they like cut out the little pieces that made, that you sew together to make the shirt. And then there's like something called a pattern card and it has all like, this is where you put the stitching. This is where you put uh, the logo and all that stuff. And I'm like, what, why would you put one there? You have the pattern card. You see that there's nothing on the pattern card. So why did you put it there? And just all these like weird things that are wrong and, and the colors, like it was supposed to be white and instead it's beige and the person's saying, nope, that's white, that's white. I'm like, look at it. How would you possibly say that this is white? No normal human being would say that. And there was another color that was supposed to be dark gray and it turns out to be light blue. And it's like, what is going on? Do I live in a universe that does not like, does, where things just are ups, down and, and lefts, right? I don't know. So. All this stuff is driving me completely insane. And then it becomes like late November and I'm like, uh, are we going to make December 1st? And he goes, the owner of the company goes, um, yeah, yeah, we'll make December 1st. No problem. We'll make December 1st. I'm like, no, this is important because we've spent a lot of money on a marketing campaign that's slowly building up. So that we, it all comes to the head, December 1st, like I've flown to Vancouver and shot a video with the wonderful Elena Fender, and it's all time to be released during this Christmas holiday where we're going to, you know, either our company's going to be made or broken. This is important. Will we have clothing by December 1st? Yeah, we'll have, we'll have clothing by December 1st. No problem. We'll have clothing by December 1st. Okay. Another week goes by. We still don't have a sample that we, we can use. And I'm like... Seriously, dude, you got to be honest with me now, because if we're spending real cash here, so if you know this business, you know how long everything takes. If we're not going to make December 1st, I'm not going to be happy about it, but I'll accept it. But if you tell me we're going to miss December 1st and then we miss December 1st, I will explode like a madman. So please just be honest with us now. Will we make December 1st? He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to make December 1st. So a week before December 1st, I'm like, okay, look, as long as we make December 20th so that we have five days before Christmas, then fine. I can live with it. Fine. Will we make December 20th? He's like, no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. You know, we'll just get a sample out. You'll get it to it. You'll get it. And then we'll, we'll speed up the process. It'll take two weeks. It's a small order. You'll have it. No problem. I'm like, seriously, dude. Be honest with me, stop lying to me because he lies a lot. He lied a lot about a lot of stuff. Like, you know, 
beige being white. Like, he just lies about a lot of stuff. I'm like, seriously, dude, don't lie to me. This is important. Will we make Christmas or not? If we miss, I will be so mad. So tell me the truth now. Like, no, 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 no. We're going to make December 20th. We're going to make December 20th. Needless to say, we didn't make December 20th. We didn't make December. We didn't make January. So January comes, and I am boiling mad. I am boiling mad on a daily basis at this point. You couldn't tell through the videos, but I, like... I was living life in a, in a real angry state. Why? Because I had written a book. I had written a book as advertisement for December for the launch of the company. And it meant that I couldn't launch the book I had spent a month and a half writing on Amazon because it, I designed it to be advertisement for the, like it's a bisexual romance designed for, you know, to reach out to the customers. And so, like, it's, like it's this thing and I can't release the book until the company launches. So now... I have a business plan in terms of being an author where I write like books every month and a half or so and it's it's done very well by me but because of the all of 2017 was spent me doing this company I've only been able to release a book every like three months which means that my income went from ha to half of that so for the 2017 I've been living on half of income because you know company company once the company starts selling stuff you know, I have another income, but I've, I've been playing it smart. We think companies do it very well. We think you're going to love, love, love the things that we produced. And I, I feel very confident in that. And because of that, I've been deferring. But now here's the point where I can't even release the book that I wrote because it's, it's designed to be to come in tandem with the launch of the company. And I have like almost no income coming because I haven't released a book in, in literally three months. So... January comes and finally I'm like, okay, in spite of everything, we got to look at this. Something's gone wrong here. Um, we're going to redo the gradings because we're still having sizing issues. We're like, actually, at one point, I, I decide, okay, well, I don't like the size gradings that the guy in New York did. Since, since we still have things, since nothing's been approved, not a single item has been approved in any way, we're going to take like a week and a half. We're going to do and change the gradings to make the sizing just perfect. Um, and then you're going to work off of that. So I work with someone in Los Angeles. I stand over his shoulder. We get it exactly right. Spend a lot of time on it. We send these pattern sheets to India and say, okay, look, you guys have made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes in the past. So I'm just going to send you this file here. Use this file here. Don't think about it. Don't overanalyze it. Just take this print out what is in this file right here, cut the fabric based on it, make a sample based on it, send it back to us. Simple, simple, simple. He says, um, by the way, can you send this other file? And this other file is the one I didn't want to send them because that's something they can manipulate and change. And I'm like, look, I'm sending it to you in trust that you will do whatever you have to do with it, but use the file I sent you first. He's like, that's not a problem. So we send him off. The whole process of making samples is supposed to be, it should take like two weeks. Six weeks, six weeks go by, and they send us the first samples, like a, which was maybe um, three weeks ago. They send us the samples, and I get it, and I'm like, everything looks good, right? I had them, like, there's a whole process I had to set in place where before they sent us stuff, they would take pictures of it, and, and I would approve every single little tiny thing about it, and then they would send it to us. So it looked good because I approved everything in pictures in India, 
And then I got it and I put it out. I'm like, well, okay, this looks good. And then I start measuring it, all the measurements, and I find that every item is wrong. Like, and it's not just a little wrong. It's like the sleeves are an inch and a half too long. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, like what universe am I working in? Because now they are four months past the delivery, promised delivery date. Four months past. And basically what happened was, <laughs> and this is insane, but basically what happened was they took uh, the file and when I said to them, you know, use this file, don't use anything else, use this file, just use this file. They didn't use that file. What they did instead was, and they didn't even use the, the other file they requested. What they did instead was they took an old file. At one point I'd asked them to make the changes as opposed to us making the changes and then I said, no, that's stupid. That, Alex, dude, you've learned, just do it yourself. So at one point I'd asked them, so I sent in like, uh, like the specifications of changes I wanted. What they had done is they took an old file and then they tried to put the, the changes on the old file and then they made the samples based on that. Instead of just use, just printing out the one I sent them, they changed an old file and made samples based on that. It's almost like they're trying to sabotage us on purpose. Like I can't understand any other reason for it except for that. And it took me my entire, like that time when that weekend when I didn't deliver a video, it was because of that. I spent, I was literally my entire weekend was me on the floor measuring specifications and all that stuff and then washing and see what happens after washing. It was hellish. But what I discovered from that was that they just, that's what they did. They, they just, they took another file, an old file, they changed the old file. And I knew that because I had made other design changes on the new files, which reflected, blah, 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 not important. But at that point, I'm just like, okay, even though we have sent them a ton of money, we sent them a ton of money, uh, I think it would be eight months ago now, we need to find another company. So there's differing opinions. My business partner, whose money it is, thinks that maybe we shouldn't walk away because we're walking away from a lot of money. But my opinion is that we're working with a con artist who eight months, eight months. You don't understand how much this frustrates me. Like I'm like on a daily basis, I am constantly hiding just how much this is painful for me. But essentially, so there's now like a debate going on between myself and my business partner where I'm like, no, you know, I think I've found someone else who could do it. Instead of India, we could do it in China and we could have someone in America oversee it and stuff like that. And, and we're going through that process of seeing what the prices are if they would do it in China versus India. But India keeps promising, no, 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 we'll, we'll have samples by this weekend. Like we will, we, even though I didn't tell them to, they decided just to make new samples, even though they, it's a long thing. Anyway, so even though they are claiming they've fixed the problem, they're now using the right files and, and it was just like a little miss over, uh, over all the things that were wrong, just an oversight. Like things like they were putting the wrong labels on the shirt and like the wrong size labels. And it's just like, you know, oh my God, it's like, anyway. So even though they think that they, they'll have something by this weekend, ha ha ha. Um, and we could send, we're hiring like an inspection company, like that was one of our IDs. We can hire someone to stand over them and make sure they get it right. But I'm like, they'll figure out a way to, you know, fail inspection and it'll just drag on and drag on and drag on. So my big thing is let's just find another company. It's gonna take us 60 to 90 days with a new company 
which means we're going to miss Pride season again, and we won't deliver until like, you know, 90 days, 100 days from now. Um, I said it's better just to do that than to keep working here because it's literally a possibility that we may not make Christmas again if we continue working with them. It seems impossible because that would make it a year and a half in production, which is like if any, anyone in the industry would tell you that is insane in no way a sustainable business can happen. But that's the possibility because they're just so bad. So now it's like this dilemma of, okay, well, maybe we'll get it right this time versus, no, we've seen this story before and all that stuff. So that's the story. That's where we are right now. I, you know, I met with some people yesterday, just literally yesterday, um, spent a lot of time with them figuring out, the, you know, exactly how we would do this. You know, we're trying, like, we're waiting a couple of days to figure out what the prices would be for everything. And then it just becomes me talking to my investor and trying to convince him to let go of the thousands and thousands of dollars he's already invested and start over from scratch. And the thing is, I'm very patient, right? My entire philosophy with, you know, the bisexual community and this, and this channel is that there's no home runs. The way the bisexual community becomes stronger is by interaction one-on-ones, just a series of one-on-one uh, one -on -one interactions. So I, you know, talk about bisexuality. You see it. I give you confidence about being bisexual. And because you have more confidence, you feel like talking to, you know, coming out to somebody or coming out to more people because of it. Like it's that, it's that interaction. It's slow, um, but it grows exponentially. So I'm patient. I'm very, very patient. And as much as this is wrecking havoc on all of my finances, like it's just destroying me financially, making it right. I know that I am so confident that when you guys see this, that you all will genuinely love, love, love it, that I'm willing to do go through all of this because I know in the end, it'll be something great. And also it's partially motivating me uh, to get this right and to continue doing this, even though I would be making a ton more money if I just focused on my books. What's partially uh, motivating me is that years ago when I first started getting involved with the bisexual community, I used to go to this kind of help group, this round table group sort of thing, like, like people who want to talk about bisexuality as like a self-help sort of thing would meet and then someone would moderate and ask questions. And the question that came up often was, how do you represent your bisexuality on a daily basis? And no one ever had an answer for that. Like someone would, one woman would say, well, you know, I wear, I try and dress femininely upon top and then wear shit kicker boots sort of thing. Um, but like that was the closest to a great answer that anyone ever had. And, and the reality is that that's a problem. Like if a gay guy wants to represent himself as being gay, there are many ways he can do it by the way he talks, by the way he dresses, the way he moves his hands and stuff like that. He could do it if he wanted it. If a lesbian wanted to um, represent himself as lesbian, lots of ways. But if you're bisexual, there's no real way of doing it except for like wearing a shirt with a flag on it. And you know, that's okay. That's one thing, but it's kind of like, you know, it's a flag, you know, it's, it's clearly making a statement and sometimes you don't want to make a statement. So what my thoughts behind the company was that this would be something that uh, that a bisexual could wear to feel bisexual 
without having a ton of people know what they're doing. So the people who should know, like the people who you would hope would know, will know. And the people who you would want to remain closeted to won't know. It took a long time for me to figure this out, but I feel very confident that this is what it does. So, it, so this clothing satisfies a need within the bisexual community. And with this clothing and things like this clothing is how we will come into our own. The way we'll be able to feel visible in public and the way that we could represent who we are on a daily basis without necessarily having to wear a flag sort of thing. Um, so it solves that problem. So I'm willing to go through all this stuff and to suffer financially as I have been and all that stuff because I know at the end of the day, it's going to be clothing that you guys like love wearing just because it's really soft and comfortable and stuff like that. But on top of that, it, it does what really wonderful things for the bisexual community. And that's the story. That's why I've been talking about this for a year and I thought I would have it like for Pride and I thought I would have it for Christmas and like I kept talking like I would have it for Christmas. That's the story behind it. And, and we created the, I created the Bisexual Representation Awards as, you know, kind of like to go in tandem with the clothing company as, as advertisement, like the, like, you know, my investor is the one who's putting up all the money for the Bisexual Representation Awards as, you know, a part of fluid style co sort of thing. So that was supposed to be, you know, in advertisement and this is gonna be our second year doing the Bisexual Representation Awards and not having clothing to do it. It's like a whole thing, but that's the story. That is the story behind Fluid Style Co, the clothing company I keep talking about that's not released yet and why it is that you guys have not seen the products yet, which you guys are gonna love once you see it. <sighs> yeah, it's driving me nuts, people. It's, it's, literally, it's driving me insane. It, it, it's my mother. My mother, is, she's wonderful. But at this point when I talk about the company, she's like, you keep talking about but where is it, Alex? Alex? Where is it? <laughs> I don't know if she thinks I'm lying or not. I don't know. Um, anyway, so if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. And if you'd like to support me and the channel and what I'm doing here, hey, you can always pick up a bisexual t-shirt on Amazon. I have a lot of them in different designs. Um, I got a cool one. The second most popular one that I should probably get is, is like a uh, flag, American flag. And it has um, the stars and stripes in the, in the rainbow colors. And then all of the long stripes, like the majority of the flag, is in the bisexual colors. Check it out. There's, there's a link to it below. Um, yeah. Also, I have the lapel pins that you can check out as well. And don't forget my bisexual romances. You can, you can pick up one of those. They're only 99 cents. Um, you can even pick up The Muse, which is the book that uh, I wrote for this clothing company. You just can't get it from Amazon. You have to get that from Barnes & Noble or or Apple, or Google, or um, Kobo, or anywhere just not on Amazon. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk and you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors. 
specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.